Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. Whoa. I threw you in. <laughs> I have no idea what to do. <laughs> I'm Stephen Dubner. Uh, you should probably call Social Security Administration tell them your identity there's, has been th- stolen. There's this really good episode of Family Guy Uh-oh. where Peter Griffin, the main character, do you know the actor James Woods? Yes, I do. I think he's supposed to be a weird guy, right? Yes, he is. He's on Family Guy a lot. I think it's made fun of him. The high school is named after him. Mm-hmm. And he shows up once in a while. Peter kills him or tries to. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up and steals Peter's identity and just takes his life <laughs> and his home and kicks Peter out and everything. Thank and you. Then, for and then the... Peter Woods, Peter Griffin steals his identity and ruins his career by going on Letterman and saying he was making a comedy movie about 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> And and then he gets his identity back, and it's a good good episode. Thank you for giving me some ideas about what to do with your identity. First of all, I'm <laughs> going to go on Letterman, which is harder because yeah. he's retired. Yeah. Second of all, I'm going to go have a high school named after myself. Yeah. And Wadesburg High, oh. Mary Beth Titting High, isn't it? Spring oh, no one's going to get that joke. It's even worse than. Uh, Don't look up Mary Beth Titting. Yeah, the the high school that I went to <laughs> in upstate New York had a. Would you call her a celebrity? No, she's not a celebrity. She's a notorious, infamous. very infamous. That's the word. Thank you. Infamous. She is. Uh, she. Uh, she murdered like nine or uh, ten of her, her own children. children. Yeah. She definitely did it, right? You know, I don't know anything about the details of the case other than it was a long time ago, and she's still in. Last I heard, still in prison. I think she was still she alive because she's right. about the age of my oldest uh, sister. Because I uh, did not kill her children. No, sorry, no. Um, to La Liga, <laughs> Barcelona beats Leganes. That's as natural a say yeah. as I've ever heard you make. Barcelona beats Leganes 3-1 at the glorious Camp Nou. Three goals from King Lino Andres Messi. Um, we were having a discussion this weekend about whether Messi is arrogant. I think he is a little more than you think he is. And, you know, I, I, it's almost impossible for me to criticize him for anything. I think his arrogance is complicated. I think... He realizes he's prob- he's the best player of all time, but in a way where he doesn't like people below him to not perform well. But I think, but the reverse is he he's very unselfish and he's very he's a great teammate. But what I think it's interesting when you look at it. While Ronaldo, I think, is arrogant in a not as positive way because he's more individual. Much uh, more individual. There have been many instances where a teammate will score and he won't. I don't be pouting. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him like like when you hear it, you don't believe it, but it's, I it's no, real. I've seen it like ben, or maybe that was on Benzema Benzema. No, it's all the time <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Um, it's funny we were talking about arrogance. I think on Saturday, I think it was yeah. And then Sunday, Patrick Reed, a golfer, won the Masters. His first Masters, I believe, is twenty-seven years old. Nice. He's a really he's a he's just a atypical. Well, I shouldn't say atypical. You know, a lot of the successful young golfers now are very like not just media savvy, but media friendly, and they're they, likable. They're likable, and they make an effort to be likable. And Patrick Reed doesn't. He doesn't. He's just like he's not uh, like Marshawn Lynch. I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's no, quite like that. I mean, he, he you just know doesn't really care. But he has had a chip on his shoulder for a long, long time. He's estranged from his family, I know. His, oh, wow. uh, mom Do you know why? They don't, neither of them talk about it, but he, Patrick Reed and his wife and her family are tight. In That's fact, good. her she used to be his caddy, his wife, oh. before they had kids. And then she was literally like caddying for him when she was pregnant and then she had a kid and stopped. And then her brother became his caddy. So wow. he's 
very tight. But his own, his his family, um, like I said, is estranged. And so anyway, he's had this reputation for several years of being a combination of kind of too rough and too cocky considering, you know, he's a very good player and he'd won. He's, I think he's, this was his sixth win on the PGA Tour, which is yeah. a lot. And I think he started to change a lot of minds or at least reverse some of the emotion, some of the feeling toward him during the Ryder Cup, which as you know, do you know what the Ryder Cup is exactly? USA versus Europe. Right, or, right. Yeah. that's exactly right, versus Europe. And then there's another one that's uh, US versus the rest of the world, oh, yeah. or, which is the President's Cup. Um, but he's done amazingly well during the past two Ryder Cups. And I think he's gotten closer with some of the guys on that team, but uh, he's still not popular. And so it was really interesting watching like the media, the golf media, grapple with a way to describe him because plain, it seems yeah. like they don't like him at all. Yeah. Um, so the arrogance- Like Supreme Leader Donald, as we call him. Supreme Leader Donald. <laughs> yeah, but arrogance, so would you say that, you, so you were making the argument that Messi is arrogant. Yeah, but in a more positive way. Because I think, I think when you're that good at anything, you have to be somewhat arrogant. Because Do you think that's, well, how would you define arrogance? Believing you're better than everyone else. Well, it is more complex, more nuanced than that for sure. Yeah, I would say, I would add to that, believing you're better to a fault. And making sure that other people know that you believe that. That that doesn't seem like messy. Right, so I'm not sure I would call it. I once read, this is an arrogance, this is just one ever know how good he is. When you, I read this in a great biography biography of him, I think it was by Guillaume Balaguet, who I've learned come to learn is pretty pretty crappy journalist, but that's a story for another time. How so? He's just very biased. He's very he, Oh, like you're not. That's true. <laughs> um, he just he's just one of those he's a journalist who pretends to know every inside transfer story and tries to break it ahead of time, but he's never right. So he's kind of fake news, as Supreme Leader Donald would say. Do you think that agents and teams use him to mm. disseminate strategic information? I think one I don't think he's stupid. I think he's too smart for that. I think he's just wrong and tries to guess more and get attention. Does he get penalized for that in the long term or no? If you sell papers, sell articles, yeah. get people to watch, not your publication won't care. Don't a lot of his readers, though, treat his re- him like a... His readers don't really like him, but he's hmm. a big name. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What would you rather be, popular, or what would you rather be, big and successful and quasi-fraudulent or small... Poor and pure to your journalistic soul. I don't know. How about you? <laughs> what about you? I would pick the latter. I think yeah. it's nice to sleep at night knowing that you've done good work. Me too. So um, what else happened in La Liga this weekend? I'm tired of ACT prep work, so we're only going to talk about one other game in La Liga, <laughs> for being honest, because okay. it covers two of the big teams. Mm-hmm. The Madrid Derby. Oh, yeah, you were rooting for Real Madrid this weekend. I, I was planning on it when I wa- when and I turned on the game. When I turned on the game, it? I just honestly, honestly, I just purely have just a real, <laughs> real clear hatred. For, I'm not trying to. Be, I really just hate them too much. It's unhealthy. I just hate them so much. I couldn't do it after one minute. How? So it literally took you one minute for you to decide. I just can't. I couldn't do it. How? Had you really decided that you were going to pull for them? Yeah. And 1-1 one, one draw Griezmann and Ronaldo to score. That's fine. We're 11 points clear with, I think, seven games to go. If we lose three and draw one and win the rest, we're still champions. And we haven't lost a game yet this year. So, yeah. Right, one that, interesting thing. Yeah. Um, so, 
we've t- we've talked about the Basilo on this uh, applause, I think, right? Mm-hmm. With where it, it's the way it lines up is if you win the league, your next home game, mm-hmm. you get applauded on oh, the it's pitch. Your next home game. I think that's how it is. Yeah, seems like Madrid may have to do that for us. Mm. It's a history. It's a tradition in La Liga and in most leagues. Um, it's it usually hasn't happened much in La Liga lately because often the league is one of the last day of the season. Mm-hmm. But we're probably going to win it before the season ends, and it looks like the Pasilla would be due at the Clasico. Zidane has said that they won't do it, which I find very disrespectful because we completely did it for them in 08. Okay, two questions. Uh, yeah. One, was that, did he really say it? Was it reported by a legitimate journalist that he said it? Every, it's all over, yeah. Okay, and two, why on earth would he say it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what would possibly be... I think because he's embarrassed. I don't know. Yeah, but isn't it tradition that everyone adheres to? Yeah. In in other words, wouldn't the penalty to his reputation be greater by not doing it, by not adhering to a custom? I think so. And honestly, I don't know why he wouldn't. It just makes him look worse than like sore losers. Can I... I I'll bet you $5 that it's either not true or that even if he said it or if it was reported he said it, that if it comes to that... I think they still would. Still would clap them on. I do, yeah. What would you do? I would clap them on. What would an, what would a rival team have to do for you to not clap them on? For instance, mm-hmm. let me give you a scenario. Yeah. Let's say that you're the Barca manager. Yeah. And uh, in an earlier match against uh, the team that ends up winning the league, let's call it Real Madrid, mm-hmm. you feel that um, you're you feel that their defender, let's say I'm Real Madrid, you feel that my defender, maybe it's Ramos, <laughs> probably targeted Ramos. targeted specifically for injury, Messi, and messed him up bad for four months. He was out with a broken ankle or something, right? Let's say that was kind of middle, beginning of the season. Yeah. And then you end up, uh, then I end up winning. Would that be reason to not clap them onto the field? I think it would be a reason. Personally, I would still do, I would still clap because, because of this tradition. And unless there's solid proof that that was intentional, which it probably what was. What if there was solid proof? If there was solid like proof that what if he what if uh, six weeks after the fact he admitted it somehow? Yeah, and you knew it. Okay, then of course you don't. <laughs> That's completely different. If your if your player intentionally broke the ankle of it. If if a player on the other team intentionally broke one of your players' ankles, you shouldn't have to clap them onto the pitch. But we didn't do anything like that to Real Madrid. We've no, simply not, been a better team this season. I'm not suggesting. Season. Yeah, I'm just yeah. wondering where you draw the line. Yeah. So w- if you feel that they, if you feel that the other team has uh, been uh, consistently bad sportsmen, which Real Madrid is. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about the yeah. one. The, yeah. They're the clappers, not the clappies. Yeah. Mm. Did when's the last time Barca had to clap uh, Madrid onto the pitch? It was oh eight. Wow. Yeah. Wait, didn't what? What about after you win a cup? No, no, no. Uh-huh. It's always a league thing. Okay, interesting. Um, so yeah, I want to go to the Prem. I do want to know um, what would you say are the odds at this moment? Have you seen anything? Whether just betting odds or better calculated odds on Barca winning La Liga? Is it like up to ninety nine percent or something? It's got to be. Should we just put a bunch of money on it? Because why not? <laughs> I think not is a good answer. Right. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's say they clinch La Liga. How many matches are there to play? Six, eight? I think seven. Um, let's say they clinch it in almost the minimum time, right? Yeah. Um, how do you feel? What's your emotional response to that? 
Let's go. We're champions seven in 10 years. Madrid has two. Atletico has one. We've we- taken it back. Onto the Champions League. Will you be ecstatic or well yes. onto the Champions League? Assuming they're still in the Champions League by then, I will be ecstatic. Safe, yeah, you'll be ecstatic. It'll be yeah. okay. What? How do you feel if they get in really poor form over the next few weeks and end up squeaking it out, but winning it only, let's say, on the second to last or last day of the season? Scale well, one to ten, ecstatic wise. Depends what happens in the Champions League and the Copa. Okay, uh, and let's say. That somehow we lose the Copa final. Forget about Copa final. Madrid wins the Champions League. Forget about that. Yeah. Let's say Barca- we don't win the league. Correct. Oh God. <laughs> then it'll be five, four or five highest if we win both cups. It'll be what? Oh, four or five highest if we yeah. win both cups. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what number do you get to if Barca wins La Liga and the Copa del Rey? What and, number? And not, we did, didn't we do this last I think episode? we did. And you said like only, well, I know what you and said. And not the Champions League, I'd say a seven. Wow. Or you have maybe a high, an eight. You have a high yeah. standard. If you, like I said, if you, after the rest Another of way of the saying season, if we'd is, started the season, if, if I had been in the season, you offered me a domestic double, I would have taken it without a doubt. Yeah. But we've been the best team in the world this season. We, I feel like we could win the treble. Hmm. I really do. All right. Tell me about some other... Matches, other leagues. Premier League, we're going to start with the big one, the Manchester Derby. Man City, after being drubbed, good word. Drubbed? Is that? Yeah, yeah. that is a word. At Anfield by Liverpool. Um, in the Champions 3-0 League. 3-0 in, in the, the first leg of the Champions League. Right. They needed a win in the Manchester Derby at home, at Etihad, to win the league. At the half, they were up 2-0. Company scored a great header off a corner. Which is really cool because I was watching it. Um, I forget who it was the who was commenting on NBC Sports. He said, "Company, he has a a knack for scoring big headers and big games tonight. <laughs> he scored one in the big derby in 2012, which is the uh-huh. one league. And then next thing, he just heads it in. Uh-huh. And then Gundogan, who I've always liked, great touch and t- great turn and finish in the box. So it was two and a half. It seemed over. I especially thought with I tweeted that that should be over. That uh-huh. should be it. Mourinho so this teams- is Man City playing at home to win the league." And Mourinho teams are not going to come back. Yeah. yeah, and then fifty third minute Pogba, fifty fifth minute Pogba, and I think the sixty eighth or ninth Smalling score the winner. Oh my goodness! City's morale's got to be so low. I think honestly, I what I think is hard is what people don't tend to realize always is footballers, athletes are human beings too. Really, really, I don't know if you know that. Before City's game. At Liverpool, their bus was attacked. Mm. No one was badly hurt, but there were rocks and bricks and flares. And it really shakes you up. I think that could have had to do with their downfall. Let me ask you this. Um, Okay, so let me just make sure I have the facts right first. Man City playing at home against Man U. Uh, If they win, they clinch the Prem. They're going to win the Prem anyway. Yeah, they need three points. and uh, and they're up two nil at half, and they go on to lose. Okay, so first of all, just how big a win is this for Man U? Not nearly as big as they're making it seem. Because, because why? all they can win is FA Cup. I think it really shows how City starting to usurp United. And not all time, of course. United's one of the biggest clubs of all time. City is nowhere on the relative scale of football history. But um, where's United in the table right now? They're second or third. Yeah. Um, Okay, but let me ask you this. It makes you happy to make your neighbors, your rivals upset like that, but it doesn't yeah. do much more. So how do you um, connect the Champions League loss to Liverpool and this loss for Man City? 
You could one, say morale belief, but I don't. It just collapsed in the second half. Is it also Raheem Sterling had one of the worst finishing displays ever, and they were ter- penalties. What about just exhaustion, physical, mental, et cetera, et cetera? That could be. I it. mean, you're playing a, you're playing yeah. two big matches in one. That's I mean, yeah. One thing that I liked is Pogba has been criticized all the series. He's been benched. He's been played in more defensive role. When you see this, what happens when you unleash Paul Pogba? He can be eventually the best midfielder in the world. Just made me happy to see. I just want to say. Do you feel? Um, he, do you feel, man? Do you feel United has a little bit of buyer's remorse for him, though, thinking he hasn't turned out to be as spectacular as planned? They might. I think people in football and everywhere tend to think pretty short term. So this will definitely make them feel more confident about him. Maybe spring them on to greater things. Bring him on to greater things, especially. All right. What else? Liverpool Everton, pretty boring. Merced Derby, no, no draw. Liverpool's pretty much clinched third place. Um, Everton, solid wherever they are. I think Liverpool's just waiting for the second leg. What, next, what a great season for yeah, them. Which, if they which is tomorrow, which is today when this comes out, probably on Tuesday. Okay. okay. And Barca plays tomorrow slash today also. Yeah. We're, we're recording this. Uh, it's, is it Monday night? It is. Right all, all days are really the same. They all end in day. <laughs> I was supposed to keep track of them. I got that from you. Uh, did you really? That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, it is. Right. <laughs> Proceed. Um, Tottenham beats Stoke 2-1. Stoke might go down, which is pretty crazy. Um, Mama Diouf scores for uh, Stoke. I've liked him up for a while. Christian Eriksen scores a brace for Tottenham. One of them was a free kick. Um, Harry Kane may have touched that ball, and now he is claiming he scored it, and Spurs, really? Spurs are appealing the league to get it for him because he's still chasing and going to boot, which I find a little odd. That's a little undistasteful, yeah, isn't that it? That doesn't seem like what you would expect from Harry Kane, though. It doesn't. Also, don't take away from our Danish friend. Yeah, Christian Eriksen, who's being heavily linked to Barca. Really? I would take him. I, I think he'd come only if Iniesta left. Do you know what town in Denmark he's from? No, do you? I don't. Um, do you want to look it up, or do we not really? I don't uh, think we need to. Well, why don't we just debate it for a while, then not... Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Copenhagen because that's the one I know. I'm gonna say he's from. You're looking it up. I can see. Yeah, you. aren't you? Yeah, I'm. I'll let you look it up. I'm gonna say he's from the town that I can't remember where. Oh my Lego god! Is, oh my god! Is like, oh, I know oh where he's from. Oh my god! Aarhus. That's in Norway, I think, or Denmark. You're right. Yeah. I'm not. You're not gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> you're not gonna believe the name of this town. Okay. <laughs> Middle fart. <laughs> <laughs> M I D D E L F A R T. So not top fart, not fart. bottom fart, <laughs> but, but middle, middle fart. fart. Okay, very good. I'm sure it's a lovely town. That we had no idea that was going to happen. This is automatically our best episode yet. <laughs> I'm not even joking. This has made the whole podcast worthwhile. So this is called the Middle Fart Chronicles. <laughs> All right. Um, what else happened in the prem this week that excited you? Honestly, Arsenal. Mm. Arsenal excites me. They were bad. They were good. They were bad. Welbeck missed. Welbeck scored a brace. They beat Southampton 3-2. Arsenal's terrible. Southampton's worse. Might go down. Aubameyang scored. That's fun. I don't know if Vanga could zip up his jacket. That's a thing. He's going to die as Arsenal manager. What is Arsenal? They're, they're going to finish sixth. I think you've been studying too hard. Or not enough. Probably One not. Other. Okay. Chelsea, West Ham 1-1. Aspilicueta, Dave. And Javi Hernandez, she treated a score. Mm-hmm. Credits to Marco Arnautovic, our Austrian friend, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. To assisting Chicharito. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. In his last 10 games, he has six goals and five assists. Wow. It's pretty good. Chelsea is not going to make the Champions They're like 10 points back at Spurs and fourth. But would you say they're safe from relegation at this point, at least? Most likely. <laughs> Sacked in the morning. You're good. That's Antonio Conte. Uh, He's going to be gone. Yeah. Some other scores. Bayern München beats Augsburg 4-1 to away. Six straight Bundesliga title. Oh, my goodness. Hey, um, uh, so six six consecutive league titles. Is that a record for major? Yeah, yeah. it is. By, by a long shot? I think so, yeah. So what was the record before? Four, five, I heard a three, three which doesn't make sense. I, well, I think it depends when you think of modern, like premnist start until 92, really. I mean, England, you don't even repeat. Not anymore. Spain. I think City can win this year, next year, but it's so early. Yeah. Spain, you repeat. We've won seven in the last ten. Yeah, but um, more than repeats. more than three in a row. No, I think three's a max. Um, so, do you attribute this to the ineffable brilliance of uh, of Bayern, or do you attribute this to an over uh, unbalanced I, Bundesliga? I think more of the brilliance of Bayern. So I think mm-hmm. overall they act, are actually a very strong league. Who's the manager now? You Pankas, you remember him? He was a treble manager, and now he's he retired. He's oh, back as an interim no manager. Huh. For the season. Where was he before? He was retired. Yeah, but uh, oh, oh, who was there before? Sorry. Oh, Carlo Ancelotti. Oh, and what yeah. happened there? He got sacked. Yeah. Also, some exciting Madrid news PSG, who drew Saint Etienne 1 1. They are about to hire for the end of the season Thomas Tuchel from Dortmund, who, exciting. who I've always liked. You have always liked him. Yeah. Okay, Anything very good. Any other moves you're watching? Um, no, but some scores. Dortmund beats Stuttgart 3 0. Christian Pulisic scored a wonder goal cross. Did he mean it? <laughs> no, he did not. He said he said there's a little bit of luck, but it's still a great really? goal. It was a, in, yeah. in other words, it was meant to be a cross. Yeah. Was it from the left corner? He's uh, right footed. It was. It was he? He was playing as a right winger, I think. Okay. I saw Is he left footed? No, but he's pretty good with both feet. Yeah. yeah. Mets Lyon five 0 Lyon. Memphis Depay play I've always liked a goal oh. and four assists. Juve beats Benevento four two. By Leverkusen, Leverkusen meets RB Leipzig 4-1 with goals and assists from my favorites, Leon by Bailey and uh, Kai Havertz. The, uh, Memphis Dupai, I haven't heard that name in a long time. He was a flop at United. Who was the guy for West Ham who was amazing? Hmm. Dimitri Payet? Yeah, Payet. Where is he now? Marseille. Has he, he got doing? homesick? I think he's doing fine. Yeah. Um, he was good. How excited are you slash we... For a certain World Cup this summer? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be so great. I'm ready. My sleep schedule is going to be terrible. Actually, I don't <laughs> think it's that bad. So I think it's pretty normal. Well, it's just the opposite. Yeah. Well, not really. It's like probably, well. Like no, no games are later than nine or 10 at night, for example. Yeah. Um, Which is fine with me. You sure about that? I might be wrong. Yeah. But I'm excited. Um, but it's summertime. So you'll be doing uh, some internship. Yeah. Uh, you'll be doing some work of various sorts, yes. and then you'll be watching a lot of footy. And, Which will be this. And do you plan to do a lot of uh, FFT? I plan to do a lot of FFT. Yeah. We, you, are you going to uh, put me on the sidelines for that? You're going to find some more qualified people. Mostly. Probably. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah, but you're the, you're the big name here, of course. Mm. Fifi is a big uh, name here. I once had a son... Who was a Jew. It's not footy for one. Is footy for two? (laughs) (laughs) Nice talking to you, Salah.